Mike Draco in the house with us tonight. First, across the line, Steve Burrows right behind him. What's up from Detroit? Hey, everybody, this is Crystal Cycle Source Magazine, and we are in the studio, 50 floors beneath the street level, getting ready to go live with another episode of Shop Talk. Fantastic show tonight. We've got some great stuff happening in Grease and Gears Garage. Flash is here, and we're going to talk about bikers against bullies going to be a great show we got some news all the regulars we got some some feature bikes for you guys you don't want to miss any of this get ready kick back and relax in four minutes we're going live with this episode of shop talk get ready oh my god look at all these people i gotta start doing my shout outs bobby clark california in the house tom banks pittsburgh jeremy valentine fort wayne indiana greg white Lago Vista, Texas. Lisa Ballard, the queen of Chop Cold, is with us here tonight. Gary Raphael, what's up? Dakota Dawn, Dawn Gilmore, Chase number 22. Hey, I know that guy. Jason Holman in the house. My, my brother in arms in the performance world. Jeremy Sather, good evening, folks. David Crum, Butler, New Jersey, president accounted for. Voyager, Babusa, 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 Babusa. I don't know how to say I'm trying. Missy Shoemaker, Indiana in the house. James Payton, Patience from Idaho. Don Howard, Ormond Beach, Florida. Don Howard Photography. Good to have all you guys here, man. Tony Tello, Medford Mass in the house. Couldn't start a show without you, sir. Going to be a really great show tonight. Hey, if you want to do our help, or you want to do your part in our help to get this out further and further all the time, hit the like and share button. Make sure your friends and neighbors know when we're going live with Shop Talk. Takes a minute, lasts a lifetime. Matthew Lucas in the house, Mike Ackles, Lance Baxter, Leesburg, Florida. Brenda Jack DeGazio, good evening, guys. Matthew Lucas coming in from Asbury, New Jersey, the Asbury Dukes with us. Big Mike 469 Cycle Shop. Alan Angelos, Cam B. Michael. Hey, guys and girls. All right, two minutes left. Two minutes on the countdown clock, and we're going live with this one. Minnesota's listening to us. Eric Thummel, Todd Munt, Ronald McClay Jr., James Chrisman. Man, so many people. Philly in the house. Missoula, Jerry Hogan. Good to see you too, buddy. So, funny thing happened to me on the way to the studio this morning. I tripped over a bunch of FXR parts, and I didn't leave the shop for a week and a half. It's hell out there. Man, did you ever get so possessed with building a motorcycle that you lose track of time, you forget to eat, you forget to take a shower, you look up and your wife's pissed? That's been my last week and a half, but I'm digging it. We're getting ready for the uh, for Daytona, the Donnie Smith Show, the FXR Friends Throwdown out in Arizona. Going to be great. Tina Young Hubber. Yay, Arkansas here. Broken Spoke, what's up? All right, one minute. We're down to the one-minute line, and then you know what happens. We launch this one. 90 to 120 minutes of all the bullshit you can fit from the two-wheeled world. Steve been, Steve Boyle's been at the shop for four days. I know you're hiding out, though. <laughs> one minute. One minute we go live with this one. I want to thank all you guys, man. We're... I can't even remember what number. We're almost, we're creeping up on 200 episodes of Shop Talk. If you don't know about this show, we go live every week from the custom industry in the motorcycle world. And uh, it's a little bit of news, a little bit of information, some entertainment. We do some bikes. Basically everything you'd imagine in a magazine once a week right here live. And then after the fact, you can watch it on YouTube, on your television, in your living room. You can listen to it on the way to work as a podcast. But right now, it's time to put all that bullshit aside and pull this one out of the station and up onto the tracks. It's time to go live with Shop Talk. Here we go.
Okay, scooter tramps and chopper jockeys all across the land. It is just after 9 o'clock, immediately after, and we're here live. I'm Chris from CycleSource Magazine. I'm going to be your host for the next 90 to 120 minutes of all the two-wheel bullshit that we can pipe into this show. You're watching Shop Talk through the courtesy of the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio, 50 floors below the street level. I'm joined with my co-host this evening. What's up, crew? Hey. <laughs> so, here, this is for you. Let's get that out of the way. <laughs> start, um, start off on a good note. David Crumb said, Chris, isn't Heather always pissed at you? It's like he no. knows he's... That's Monday. You're so full of it. You are the most spoiled, <laughs> rotten brat on the face of the planet. Be honest. Be honest, Christopher. Alan asks, are we in the snow? Yep. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yep. And this is episode 185. <laughs> I said creeping up on 200. Yeah, 185 today. That's pretty cool. 185. And Babusa. Babusa. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you out. Babusa is Bikers Against Bullies I, USA. Listen, I know. I was trying to make a Just Howard saying. Stern pun saying Bababusa. 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 Oh, still never seen Howard Stern. <laughs> Howard is right now. Howard's watching this show, and he's so disappointed every time you say that you've never watched his show. I hope he's not watching Sorry, this show. Howard. This, I just, you know, he's calling in. Wait. <laughs> See, that Ryan was how it's here. Swansea Mass, 20 inches of snow. Oh. Ryan, you can keep all of that. Listen, though, it, it'd be it different. If, wait, it'd be different if a woman was telling us it was 20 inches. Are you sure it's 20 inches? Could be like nine. Yeah. I'm just saying. No matters how he's looking at it. No, if you say it's 20 inches, it's like two. <gasps> well, you said that in front of everybody here. <laughs> okay so oh, it has honest. been snowing like crazy everywhere i hope wherever you're watching this from you guys are uh you guys are warm and have some good food my favorite thing about sure, rub it in robert what's that it's 70 in texas today see <laughs> we could be in 70 degrees if you let me live in texas my shop is not in texas there's too much to do in the it shop could right be. now Steve Broyles, honest, it's eight inches. <laughs> I'm not buying that. I got nothing. I'm going to leave that one alone. So lots that, lots going on. You know, in the wintertime, man, being from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, we have we have a lot of winter, but not winter like where Heather's from back in the, in the real northeast. But um, lots of stuff to really dig about winter. Like I love coming in from the cold and the warm house and the food smells that are all through the house from the comfort food. But the best thing is garage time. I'm back in the garage, in the Grease and Gears garage. Mark is in his garage, stopped over there today, and he's got everything squared away. You just don't have time. No matter what help, what, what happens throughout the year, you don't have the time to give the attention to your garage and do the stuff that you want to do when everything's so busy through the summer months. I know it was 25 after 8, and I'm like, realized, hell, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> That place is looking sharp over there, buddy. Uh, it's going to be covered with bodywork dust here any minute. I'm hoping so. So it's that time. Yeah. So we're uh, we're working on the the uh, Dennis Kirk FXR Evolution Rideaway bike and um, making some good progress on it. I got to tell you, I'm I'm really starting to like where this thing is going. I'm going to show you guys a picture. It's coming along nicely. We got one of the two side panels made we got went a different direction with the front end since the last time we showed you guys pic pictures we picked up this great um inverted harley front end off of uh, a night train and repurposed it and um closing in on getting the gas tank mounted and, and pretty soon off to paint so you're such a little kid like you get so excited when you build these motorcycles it was one o'clock in the morning and he comes in and he's like Baby, baby, come look what I did. Look at what I did. Look what I made. Look what I made. I'm like, you know it's 1 a.m., right? You're like, it'll only take a minute. Come look. You got to do what I do. Don't answer the phone. He does, too. He walked in the house. You know, and, and it'll, it'll be something that's... Lock that door. It'll be something that's so important. And I'm like, you bastard. And then by the time he answers the phone, I'm old like him, so I forget what I called about. <laughs> and we talk for 20 minutes about nothing. <laughs> You guys find more than enough to complain about during those. Yes, minutes, we do. So. But but imagine if you moved to Texas, how long of a drive it would take you to get to my garage? Oh every, my god! Every three times a day. All right. You, oh, listen. You need a helicopter. 
Alan, are you telling me that that front end is from a Nightster and not a night train? Because I've seen it all over the internet on night trains, and I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's we looked up like around 2006 or 2007. I don't, I don't know. If somebody knows for sure what that front end is, I would love to know so that I can get replacement parts if we need to change the seals out and stuff. So, anyway, um, moving on. You're watching Shop Talk. If this is your first time watching, I appreciate you being here. You can be here every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, when we go live with another episode. What is Shop Talk? It's news, information. We do entertainment. We do feature bikes. We do Alan is saying Nightster. I, now I have to look that up. Um, we do, At least somebody knows what they're doing. Right. Maybe we, you're on the night train. I, I'm on the night train. I haven't been on the night train for a long time. <laughs> Let's not make jokes about that. <laughs> So, um, yeah, everything you would expect in a magazine we try to do here once a week in, in some capacity. Um, lots of information, lots of good times, and we start the whole thing off with a little show we call The News. The Shop Talk World Report is brought to you by Law Tigers. Get the compensation you deserve and get back on the road with Law Tigers. Get back on the right page. Damn it. This coming in from Cincinnati.com. <laughs> The uh, Rheingeist Brewery host garage brewed motorcycle show featuring bikes built in Ohio. This one right here, dude, that is so badass. Yeah. If you're watching this program right now, get a hold of us at the magazine because I'm pretty sure Jason Holman would like to do a, a performance origins on that bike. If nothing else, I'll put that sucker straight in Cycle Source. That is wicked bad. <clears throat> you can tell I spent the last. Week with her mother and her sister, right? Wicked Pissa. Wicked so, Pissa. Wicked, Wicked Pissa. I love how they displayed their bikes. Missy was there this weekend, and she sent me a couple pictures. They had the coolest setup for their bike displays, and it looked like such a great use of the space. I can't wait to see more. I only got to see three. Yeah. No, it really <laughs> is. Like, they've always done a nice job with this show. And there's some friendly faces. Vespa. Vespa in the house. All right, so moving on. Meekum, the Las Vegas 22 top 10. Look at that bay. Look right? at the prices. You're not kidding. I know, Look but... Look at what they stole if for. You've, if you've never stood beside one of these motorcycles... Yeah, that's it's pure, they're, they're incredible. Pure engineering right there, huh? Vincent Black Shadow Series C. Two thirty-one cheapers, creepers. Two two hundred thousand Henderson. Two hundred thousand knucklehead. I'm never getting a knucklehead at this point. <laughs> no. One hundred sixty-five thousand dollars for nineteen Harley Davidson J Twin. Now, Heather, this is three years older than the bike that Tom Kiefer is letting me race at Sons of Speed in March. Yeah, three years. And that's older. why, if you heard it, like <laughs> inline Indian, TA knucklehead. Wow. Yeah, dude. That's nuts. incredible. You're never getting a knucklehead. Thanks. Not unless we're going to be homeless. And I have plenty of knuckleheads. Oh, boy. Trust True. me. Trust me. All right, so um, back to the news. World's largest female biker meet re record attempt planned in 22. First of all, I have to say, it's kind of, it's kind of rude like in making fun of a lady's size, no matter what record she's going Christopher for. Christopher Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> What? What uh. did I say? <laughs> well, that's sort of what it sounds like. Did you like. know that Vespa is Italian for wasp? I did. Yes. And speaking of completely know. inappropriate things to say, back to the world's <laughs> largest female biker meet. Sunday, the 24th of July and 22. We're almost a month deep into 22, which means it's an excellent time to plan all those world record attempts you've been thinking about. Over in the UK, rider group Moto Advisor is currently aiming to set a new one for the world's largest female biker meet in July 22. For those unfamiliar, Moto Advisor previously set this exact record with 1,132 female riders back in 17. Still, after all the strangeness of the past couple years, Moto Advisor is dreaming big and also, of course, wants to keep that record by setting an even bigger one. The group is hoping to gather around 2,000 riders if possible. Coming in from Ride Apart, thank you for that. Jalopnik, dude, Jalopnik. have you seen this? Yes. This is the coolest. I, I want. I want one of every model of Harley Davidson of these. So this is actually a running gas-powered motor. That's cool. 
complete like complete kit. Anyone that collects cool stuff is probably familiar with the urge to find tiny versions of big things, even better when the tiny version is functional. That's what makes minuscule 9cc Harley-Davidson Panda engine so cool. It runs and sounds almost like the real thing. I think we have uh, we actually have a video of this thing running from YouTube. Look how small it, that's so cool. Listen like, to it. Wait, wait till wait till he revs it. Oh, I know. That's crazy. Dude, how badass. Tell me you put a link up for that. You did. Good. I did. I did. And Dude. actually, here's a link if anybody wants to buy one. They're 600 bucks. Yeah, you can get it right over here at Sterling Kit. $600 is not bad no, for that. I'm sorry. No, not, not really. I mean, now if you want one of all of them, a whole different story. Look, there's an opposed. Yeah, that's a pretty cool setup. Oh, right on, man. So cool. All right, coming... Coming up to uh, the next part of the show, we're going to move over and uh, introduce you guys to our guest this evening. Um, have known Flash for, for quite a while and only only recently really got to understand the gravity of of all the stuff he does behind the scenes. You know, he was always a, a face in the crowd, like happy to be there, you know, part of the show and everything. But w we got to know him a little better over the last couple of years and, and um, super, super stoked to have him on the show tonight. Heather sent this one up. So, yeah, um, if you don't know Flash, this is going to be a real treat. He's such a good human being, and he's got the greatest energy. Like, you can't help but smile when you're around him. Right. He's just... No, he is Yeah, he like, is in charge of a good time. He is. <laughs> he, he is, but the reason we have him on tonight is Bikers Against Bullies USA. This is their 10th anniversary, and I'm actually just starting to become more aware of what they're doing, and I love it so much. And I want him to tell his story um, so everybody else can hear about it and know how we can get involved and do more. So. Yes, sir. Well, let's go to the airways and see if we can get a hold of Flash. Just Hanging Out in the Shop is brought to you by Spectral Oils. Made in the USA since 1966, the best oil on planet Earth. What's up, man? Oh, how are you? Good, good. It's so good to see you. So good to see you. And you know, I'm having so much fun already. I'm like, if you can say stupid shit on this show, just like you guys do and be inappropriate all the time, I'm in. I am so <laughs> The only reason I show up every week. True. Oh, man, that was fun. That was one of, much news, one of the best newses. I know, you know, we we go back and forth. Like sometimes, sometimes we try to take the news seriously, but how can you? You know what I mean? Like it's, there's there's always something batshit crazy going on, and even even the serious stuff that goes on in motorcycling sometimes just makes you scratch your head. So you got to have fun, you know. And 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 I'm already thinking about that 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 nine inch engine that that pan. Mm. And there's got to be some, somebody's got to build something and put that little. Pan. <laughs> we need to put <laughs> it on a strider. Oh my put god! Like a monkey or a gerbil. That's or what I was going to say. We need a monkey. Okay, wait a minute. I'm I'm going to put this out there before anyone else says it. Who would like to sponsor the first miniature biker build off? Dude, let's do it. Right? Super cool. Well, can we do it for charity? Yeah, absolutely. We should do it for Flash's charity. And you know what? I am going to, uh, right now, I'm going to tell you, I will get Big, my buddy Big Keith Burghead, and James Patience, and we'll be in on a bike. We'll not only sponsor a bike, but we will uh, build a bike. Dude, that'd, nice. be, that'd be so much We're, fun. You know what? Let's immediately, put, <laughs> let's immediately put some media together and get this yep. out there that we, we want to do a miniature biker build-off and, and put out all the details. And it's got to be using that panhead motor. That panhead is so sick, pick, dude. Pick your motor. I mean, does it have to, does it have to I be don't the panhead specifically? I don't know if they make a mini shovel head, but oh, I'd thought, be down for that. I thought there was a, a group of all the ones they made on that. What about that opposite? That uh, The opposed the twin, opposed, yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. You know, that's a cool motor. Yep. Super cool yes, sir. idea. And, you know, the so, yeah, cool what we can do is that we can get a couple people to, to do those. Them. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yep. Hang on. We'll do it. those, and then maybe we can auction them off. That Yeah, I mean, do some kind of an auction or something and donate all the money to a charity. Perfect. Absolutely. We're going to donate it to, bi to Bikers Against Bullies. Yep. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, let it... it is that me? No. <laughs> that is not me. <laughs> so I will, you know, I will tell you when you say something like that, 
really interesting because a lot of people when they say, well, we're going to donate it to Bikers Against Bullies, and they always think it's, you know, the money goes to Bikers Against Bullies and it stays there. But actually, Bikers Against Bullies empowerment program. So we actually use our funds to assist other charities that fit in our demographic yeah. all the time. Yeah, so for, for everybody, for, for people that are just hearing, hearing about this for the first time, take us through, like expl- explain to us what Bikers Against Bullies is, and then we'll get into some of the stuff and actually go through, go through your Facebook and look at some of the stuff we were talking about in pre-show. Sure, sure. Um, about, uh, well, 10 years ago, um, Bikers Against Bullies uh, started. What happened was, a local school here, I was a single dad, I was the only dude in the PTA. And uh, which is just, okay, here, you guys got to appreciate this. So I'm the guy in the PTA. All the rest are chicks, all moms. And um, a couple of the guys were giving me a rough time because they'd almost go to like Buffalo Wild Wings and stuff and watch sports while the wives are at the PTA. And I'm like, you know what? Here's the deal. You can make fun of me. But while I'm, while you're at Buffalo Wild Wings sitting with him, I'm at the school with your hot wife and they're all serving me food. <laughs> And then the poor and sending the poor bachelor home with all these dinners and breakfasts and all this stuff to the kids. So it was like, yeah, I, I, yeah. Anyway, so um, the school came to us and they kind of said, you know, you're you're a unique family. Um, a lot of kids like you guys. You know, your your daughter's great, and you know, with the motorcycles, uh, the kids you've cut the kids' eyes. So with the Olveus program, which is an anti-bullying program that's been around for years, um, mm-hmm. would you like to be like an adjunct to it and do like a biker thing? And, you know, the whole idea was, well, you know, are we going to come in and say, don't be a bully, don't be a bully? And they're like, yeah. And I said, no. And, and the reason is, is, you know, uh, nobody, let's face it, even in the show right now, who wants to be told what not to do, right? Right. Um, so instead of saying, you know, don't be a bully, don't be, you know, don't be a douche, don't be a douche, don't be a douche, um, we basically say, you know what, this is some of the things that make us feel good, and um, and we share it with people, and it really, it's turned, it, it's gone from an anti-bullying campaign to an empowerment campaign over the years, and because one of the reasons is, is um, we, you know, we definitely <clears throat> believe that if you can empower. Uh, a recipient. We don't believe that uh, any of us are victims. A recipient of bullying. Um, we will, um, you know, we can help that person. Yeah. And if we can actually empower a bully, we can help a lot of people because, you know, you we all have dumbasses in our lives, mm-hmm. right? My wife has me. <laughs> hey, you, um, you said that. Chris. And Chris looked at me really funny when you said that. I don't understand. <laughs> It's all love, Mark. It's all love here. I have Mark and Chris. <laughs> so what happens is is usually the people that are making bad decisions or have to tear other people down, they're the people who don't necessarily feel great about themselves. And even as adults, you know, we all have friends that we kind of we deal with, right? And the reason we deal with them is because, well, we're the friends, right? But the big thing is, is they say so much negative stuff and they always got to bug you about, you know, your hair or your clothes or whatever you do, you know, whatever it's doing. They don't, you know, they do something different on your build. But when you look at those people at home, they're not necessarily the happiest people in the world. And that's what we try to do. We try to empower people. And get them like kind of rocking who they are. If you're gonna be a rock star, be a rock star. If you're gonna be a nerd, be a nerd, but be the greatest freaking nerd right on the planet. Come on, dude. Amen for you saying that. Yeah, be proud of who yeah. you are. And you know what yeah. the you know what the greatest thing is too about that approach? Like obviously nobody wants to admit when they've been the recipient of bullying. You know, nobody nobody wants to be no one wants to be the kid that got bullied. But nobody wants to admit when they are a bully right. either. You know what I mean? Like People, people don't, people shy away from you pointing out any of their, any of the weak sides, you know? So the empowerment, that, that, that is the way to go. That's one of, that's one of the sharpest things I've heard anybody say in, in, in relations to, uh, yeah, in that aspect. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I hope all three of you can, can attend sometime. Let's work something out in the, in the, your Pittsburgh, right? Yep. 
Okay, in your area, let's figure out something with Jeff Zielinski and stuff. And let's go visit a couple schools. I'm going to show you how we do it. You know, I'll come in and, um, you know, I'll tell you in 60 to 90 minutes, we can go from bullies being feared at a school to bullies be it. And and I don't like to use the word, but I don't, I'm not eloquent enough to think something else. Bullies being pitied. The underdog. You know, and the thing is, is that, when we leave, it's the behavior changes because nobody wants to, especially, you know, if you're somebody who's making bad decisions, you don't want people to feel sorry for you. But now they're educated enough to want to reach out and help. Yeah. Well, and, you know, you know, you know changes behavior. And in today's world, too, like, you know, as, as rough as we ever thought in our generation, we had it with social media. Social media is the maximum multiplier. You know, it's it's so hard. Like these kids, I I f- actually feel bad for them. I'm watching our daughter come up through the same high school that I went went to, but watching the things that that they've gone through because they're judged every minute of every day. Yeah. That their whole lives are on social media, and every single thing is a is a contest, or you know, is is yeah. crucial to the point that you're being judged. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, it's 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 definitely it's like giving a kid ten shots of whiskey, giving them a phone and the internet you know yeah i mean they're so much more bold and brazen than they ever have been before because they have the internet to hide behind amen and that's i think one of the things that i find now especially with social media and i could and i don't know if you see this in in the schools flash you have a lot more access to, to it than i do with social media i find that people who say they're trying to empower others are actually the bullies and trying because to while they're trying to empower yeah. this one group, they're knocking down and they're berating another group. Yeah. Bringing one down to bring one up shouldn't be the way it works. Well, am I am I wrong in that thinking, or is am I not? No, I, I, I think you're bang on, Heather. And you know the big thing is is that, and I don't want to use any demographics just because if i spit one demographic out here and one demographic here those people are going to shit because i use their demographics let's say we've got blue guys no blue guys can't use blue let's say we got (laughs) yellow not yellow let's say (laughs) for god's sakes don't use yellow let's let's do it in numbers let's say we have three eyed people over here and we have six armed people over here. I mean, the big thing is, is, you know what? Okay, I'm a group. We've got three eyes. Let's rock who we are. Absolutely. Yep. But we don't have to tell you you're wrong because you've only got two. Well, I think I think a great point about this is, like you said, you know, be the best you can be. And I think being bikers in general, that was looked down upon for so long right. that now sticking with that biker you know personification uh however you'd say it uh and showing that you know there's there's a lot good that they do compared to bad so i think you don't know say, that's don't say they pro- don't say they like you're not you're not one of them i was pretending yeah. i was pretending for a minute <laughs> i gotta like i was acting like i really didn't know who you were but uh you know i grew up in a I went to a really wealthy school district and obviously wasn't really wealthy. So every day we walked in, we were judged for our clothes. We were judged, you know, did you, you know, where you lived. So, you know, unfortunately, back in our day, you just punched them in the mouth. You can't do that now. But to, to like you said, to go in there and empower who you are is huge. I mean, that's probably one of the biggest things. Take pride in who you are. Yeah. You know, to preach, I think is huge. And, you know, and we all have those, I, I, you know, uh, Mark, do you have kids? Yes. All right. You know what? We've all had, we all have kids who are either are or have friends who are like major nerds. Yeah. But they're like really good at it and they yeah. become cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and they're the survivors. Well, and, and they're the ones who actually, they thrive. And, and through this, I have a, a sister, which, you know, obviously Chris and other knows, that's a, a principal in a local elementary school, well, f- I think four through six. And and she cries her way home every night o- over this. Yeah. I mean, there's kids that She's really been every, through some rough shit. Every day, they, there's a, and they're in a good neighborhood. Every day, yeah. there's a kid with a gun or, the, you know, th- kids threaten to kill her or kids come in. Ju- you know, just last week, two kids committed suicide. Like, you know what I mean? And it's all over 
social intermediate or uh, you know internet and social media bullying and in school bullying. Yeah. So it's definitely something that needs addressed. And you know, if there's anything that anybody can do, it's a it's a huge help. But a lot of people are afraid to open their mouth these days because God forbid you say the wrong. Like you said, you can't use yellow, you can't use white, you can't use the rich or the poor. I mean, everybody gets offended. It's it's eggshells that you walk on just to prove your point sometimes. What town is that school in, Mark? It's right outside of Pittsburgh. It's, yeah, it's 10 minutes outside here. of Pittsburgh. It's right near us. Well, let's, you know what? Let, let's, I, I, you guys might not know this, but I retired from my real job. And so I no longer have a steady source of income, for, which I'm very proud of. <laughs> and, you know, but I did. I, took, I, I sold my businesses and I retired. And I Good for you. You know, just, you know, uh, loving life, chasing fish and being flesh. And, um, um, and it's great, you know, and this is, I, I do want to let you guys know, just I'm sidebarring for a sec. This is not a paying gig. Nobody, nobody who works like these volunteers gets paid for their time. We don't, if we, like, for instance, I'm offering to come to Pittsburgh. If we come and do that, we do that on our own dime. The charity doesn't pay for our travel and doesn't pay for hotels and stuff. So any, any money uh, actually goes back to the kids and top of mind about awareness tools and things like that. So my point is, let's go out to the school, blow shit up, have some fun, and see if we can make a difference. No, and you know what? Especially, like, I would, I'd be flattered if you came here and we went to my high school. But my high school, I mean, there was the cliques and, the, you know, the different segments and stuff. But the, the school that Mark's talking about, it's, it's been the, the haves and the have-nots for so long that there's, yeah. like, a really, really <clears throat> crucial boundary yeah, there's but, a big, bold black line, you know yeah. what I mean, between them. Like the school I went to, my sister doesn't, doesn't, uh, isn't a principal at, at the school that I went to, but it, it's close to the same thing. But I think it's anywhere. I don't even, I don't even think, again, social yeah, media, anymore, huh? you know, you can hide so deeply in social media that it's everywhere anymore. So, and bullying's huge. And, you know, if you sit back and watch and don't do anything, you're questionably a bit of a bully yourself. You know, you got to you got to pitch in and help the little guy sometimes or the person hey, that's how uncomfortable. much how much of that happens though anymore today because everybody's afraid of repercussions yep. nobody wants the shit storm that goes on <clears throat> on social media heather just had some of this and we won't even talk about what or whatever but she put up a simple joke about something and all of a sudden she was she was getting all the all this hate and it's like yep. hey man first of all it's a joke Get like a sense of humor yeah, yeah. T- take it easy and then you know secondly like look this is my favorite thing to say. I remember when I was growing up, you didn't know if your neighbor was Democrat or Republican. You didn't know what church they went to. You didn't really know too much about them because that was your neighbor's business. Yeah, you know, whatever's doors. happening in your yard, take care of that shit. Yeah, yeah mind, mind, absolutely. Yeah, mind your own damn business. <laughs> so. And that's you know, and that's well, kind it, of it should be. You know, look after your house, look after your street, look after your neighborhood, community. Amen. Amen. Everybody does that; they're going to be cool. How do you so, how how do you approach like? Uh, I'm, I mean, I know nothing about this. So when you go in there, like, what's your approach? Because obviously, you can't use the the wealthy, the poor. You know what I mean? It, it'd be sort of cool to see how you go about it. You know, and not sort of point out the guy that you're pointing out. You know what I mean? It's got to be difficult. It's got to be real tough. You know, it actually is not difficult because we to give you an idea. In 90 minutes, we might use the word bully three times. Yeah. Um, and the reason is, again, it's not about being a bully. It's about celebrating who we are. And when we look at it this way, when we take this tack, anyone who wants to can embrace it. And um, we actually have, <laughs> we have a really good time. Um, funny, that first shot you just showed there was um, the very first time I ever rode into a school and you see my leg is all in braces yeah, and stuff. Yeah. I had actually, at that point there, I had no ACL, no PCL, no MCL, no meniscus and a broken tibia. Oh, oh my goodness. And uh, the reason I was in that air cast is because my leg was so swollen, they couldn't even get it into the, to get it scanned. I had to wait wow. like three months before. Yeah. So... Yeah, th- this was actually the very first school visit I think I ever did. Right no there. kidding. Yeah. Terrifying. 
terrifying. Yeah, kids are kids are intimidating, oh, right? Dude, you're oh, not kidding. Yeah. They really are, dude. Because they're honest. Yeah, out of the mouths of babes, right? <laughs> yeah, and I'm old, you know. And it's like it's one of those things. Um, um, they didn't invite me there. I just showed up, and they're wondering why the hell I'm there. That's great. So I have a question for you, and it actually is spurred by James Patience. Um, we have a project going on for another cause, and James volunteered in 2.2 seconds flat. I don't know James. I think I've met James once or twice at a couple of events, but <clears throat> he reached out and he said, I want to be a part of this. And I asked him to give us a little bit of a bio, and he said, you know, I'm part of Bikers Against Bullies. It changed my life. How did Bikers Against Bullies, what did it do for you? Or what does it do for you? It does every time I have new liaisons, you know, because we're not a motorcycle club or a motorcycle ministry or anything. We're just an awareness group. So we're not caught up in any of the politics of the motorcycle world. Um, and we're beholden only to the kids. We're beholden to the kids in the community. And after that first day, when we went and did that, and there's James, that's James Patience, by the way. <laughs> He's Robin. Hey, James, I'm Batman. Look at, you're Robin there. So, so what happens is the very first time you come and you're a part of a BAB celebration, you walk out of there and you go, holy shit, what just happened? And... It's different. The way you look at some things is different. And I always try to explain to people, you know, what you're doing right now, that's the gift. We don't get money. You know, we don't get accolades. We don't get anything. We put our heads down. We blow shit up. We spread a good message. If a kid responds, if one kid responds, you it changes your life. Yep. It changes your life, let alone the kids. The picture you're looking at down there. That's a, that's just a little Montana, a little Montana ride we put together every year. It's one of the biggest rides in Montana, and we we take over a small town, and they know we're coming. And they literally, we've taken on. You can see double yellow lines maybe in the middle middle there. We literally, once we get within two miles of these towns on the highway, we spread the bikes out. We take over the whole highway, and everybody pulls over, and we just roll in. The kids are waiting for us. We bring trucks loads, truckloads of bicycles, brand new bicycles that we've shopped for. And we have like free raffle tickets for the kids. And we have music and food and drinks. And, and we just celebrate being alive. You know, we just celebrate the decision making. Um, so, I, sorry, I kind of went around on you there, Heather, but. It, That's okay. I guess the reason is, is the paycheck. The paycheck is how you feel. You just shared your paycheck about what you did this Christmas with your mom. Yes. Yep. The same thing, same story. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. The The act of being able to give what you have to somebody who doesn't have it is so rewarding and so humbling. And you just want to do it more. It's almost like, for lack of a better term, like you feel so good that you're able to help somebody it's almost like a drug. It's like, it's a high. You just, you're so happy and you hold that feeling in your heart and you want to do it again. And you want to find other ways to give and to help other people. Um, well, and especially know. with the youth where you might have the potential to teach them at a young age, how good paying it forward can feel. It can help change their life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and the big thing is, I think is that after Heather, after three months or after, um, sorry, a month after you've been able to do that, you're still holding on to that feeling and you're still looking for something else to do. And yep, because absolutely. you know it's worthwhile. Um, yeah, a lot of know. us, we forget the feeling and we fall into our own stuff again. And that's okay too. But I always say if 5% of the people expend 5% of their efforts to pay it forward in any capacity. Yep. We're going to be in a different world. When you know, yeah. as, as motorcycle people, we're, we're kind of lucky in the fact that we've always understood because like what Mark said earlier, you know, we've always kind of been the outcast only for two minutes was motorcycle ever popular or socially acceptable. And because of that, we, we became familiar with relying on our direct community. 
You know, we, we all took care of each other and that included kids and food and help with work and everything else, you know? So that sense of community direct action is kind of built in in motorcycle people. So it makes sense. It makes sense that this is, you know, this is the place that you take it. And historically, you know, um, I'm like you, Chris, I grew up and I think Mark, um, I grew up in motorcycles. It's always been there and we weren't rich. I mean, the, you know, the idea of $30,000 motorcycles didn't even exist. Um, and so we were survivors too, you know, and we had to build that community to help everybody. If everybody worked together, the quality of life increased, you know, in my neighborhood where I grew up. Right on. So we have a comment coming in from social media. And I want to remind you guys, anybody that's watching from any social media channel, whether it's anybody's YouTube, we have tons of partners. We broadcast this show through 15 or more social media channels at one time, Facebook, YouTube, um, anybody that's watching from anywhere. If you want to participate in the show and you want your comment to come up in the box over there, all you have to do is put it in wherever you're watching from, Facebook, YouTube, what have you, and it'll come up and we'll try to get to it. Alan says, uh, correct me, didn't Sturgis Motorcycle Hall of Fame induct Bikers for Bullies last year and Flash accepted the award? And you know what? Oddly enough, we, we and I'm just going to correct you, Chris, we're Bikers Against Bullies. We're not Bikers Yeah, for I'm bullies. sorry. That was the way he wrote it. I just oh, I read it. <laughs> no. Alan, we are never, never going to grab a kid, pull him in the corner and say, hey. Bully him up. <laughs> Don't kick the shit out of Ernie over there. <laughs> Never gonna happen. <laughs> Dude, you know what else? That, is, that is a really astute. Actually, um, we were awarded um, the um, the very first uh, Hall of Fame Heroes Award, and Law Tigers is the sponsor of it. And uh, you know, I had the I had the privilege of standing in front of all these amazing motorcycle people at the hall of fame breakfast and accept the award and it was you don't do it for that but it's pretty cool when someone says things yeah i yeah i'm not gonna lie to you yeah so yeah the answer is yeah thanks for even knowing that and right. um yeah it was such such an incredible honor to be the inaugural uh, uh, benefactor of that award, you know. I, that award. I, I think you just said something there that's huge. Like uh, you know, you said you don't do it for the award or to stand up in front of all those people, and I, I think a lot of people forget that. Like you don't do this to. It does make yourself feel better, but you don't do it to make yourself feel better. You do it to help somebody else. Like you know, my mom used to kid me when I was you know growing up up until she died a couple years back. You know, uh, I if, if I didn't help somebody every 30 days, my blood boiled. You know, like I had to go out there and, and it made me feel good, but I didn't do it for me. I did it because, you know, to watch somebody else walk away or better from something that you do is a greater power than any, any drug, any alcohol. You Like we were talking about that before. There's nothing that is more fulfilling than knowing that you walked away and helped somebody stand on their own two feet, yeah. move on with their life. I mean... There, there's. No, I'm not expecting something from it, and if you're going into this expecting something from it, you're in. I think you're in the wrong field, you know. So yeah. it's cool that you like get this award, and you specifically stated, "I didn't do this for the award, but thank you," you know. Yeah, it was. Um, okay, for instance, it, it was when Heather mentioned it's our 10th anniversary. Do you know somebody pointed that out to me? Um, and every time, every time someone points that out to me, I'm surprised again because. If you look at our stuff, I've never celebrated 10 years of being BAB and stuff. And the reason I think is, is that it's just every day, you know what I mean? Like, it's just what we do and there's other stuff to worry about. But to know that there are some people out there that do celebrate, like, Voy oh, oh, and by the way, Voyager Babusa is Voyager yeah. BABUSA. He's the Bikers Against Bullies liaison from Soldier City, Florida. All right on. And he's freaking brilliant, man. He's a, he's a jacketed guy. He's a jacketed guy. And um, he is absolutely a, a, a brilliant guy. That's actually a crew down in Florida right there that you're showing as well. But we so what we have is we have liaisons all over America. And they have riders with them. We don't have presidents. We don't have sergeants in arms and stuff. And they go out and they pay it forward. 
Now, if you're, do you guys recognize that guy with the glasses right there? I don't, th- I don't know. That is Brad Konar from uh, uh, Barnyard, Barnyard Baggers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And Brad and his crew have been, uh, they've actually started a Bikers Against Bullies chapter. They have a Barnyard chapter now right in Indiana, you know? So they're a bike builder and they have their own community. And they're now Bikers Against Bullies chapter. So what, what that's showing right there, you see James Patience in the back. And that's Marine Troy on the left. And he's wearing a wig. He's wearing a flash wig. This was flash night. And all these guys were wearing, they were all dressed as me this night. On, and, but anyway, every year I gift a few people just to say thank you. I gift them with a jacket. And it's kind of become a thing, you know. Um, and I'll tell you, uh, Brad Conner is just, he's such a gentleman. He's an incredible bike builder. And um, you guys, if you know, if you haven't hung with him, you'd love him because oh, he would rather build a shovel than he would probably do anything. You know what I mean? Like he's just—he's that guy. I know. Well, listen. Let's let's go to the the thing we were talking about in the in the pre-show, and you were telling me one of the things that you guys do as an as an annual thing with the uh, with the school and the and the gifts. Oh yeah, absolutely. So. Um, and, and many chapters do this. So I'm, I'm only talking about Missoula here, um, is we do a big ride every year. That ride where you saw us all rolling into that town, we also raise money during that ride. And all the money we raise during the year goes out for something. The idea is to spend the money on people, on helping people, or, you know, that's the whole idea, um, as well as walking the walk, of course. So this year we had... Gosh, let's see. We were actually, oddly enough, we were down on people, um, down on kids that needed help this year. But we work with a children's shelter. We work with Missoula Youth Homes. And we work with um, the YWCA Emergency Shelter. And then we had another town come to us with another, actually, they came with us, 400 kids. So we probably made a difference in about 569 kids or 580 kids' lives this year. And what, um, what we do, here's the cool thing, you guys. And if anybody wants to learn how to do this and wants any help out there, I'm more than happy <laughs> to show you how to do this, okay, because it's really cool shit. But um, we raise money, and then you have to, these kids have to write to Santa. It doesn't matter. Oh, that's so cool. It doesn't matter if your life is shit and your parents aren't around. But write the letter to Santa and you ask for three things. And the counselors at the shelters help the kids write for these things. And then we actually get the lists from all these different organizations. And we take our money and we shop and we shop for what they ask for. So they're not getting generic presents. Um, I mean, and at the the risk of sounding callous, the kids' lives are shit already. They don't need to get, you know, just some generic stuffed animal. Although it, it's great that they're getting something. If we can make a better difference, we'll make a better difference. So some of these kids get bicycles or skateboards and stuff like that. And and then we all get together and do a wrapping party. And so when you think, uh, so it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of gifts that we're wrapping, as you can see there. And we, Har- Grizzly Harley-Davidson here in Missoula, they're a big sponsor of ours, and they give us run of the, you know, basically run of the place. The, the, the Russell family lets us treat the place like we own it. I mean, they're just, they're such believers. And there's my beautiful bride, Kitty, right there. Right and that was at the end of our wrapping. And, um, you know, and then, and then what we do is we take them and we deliver them to all the different charities that, you know. So the kids have their names on. We were... This is really cool, too, because you ever notice when you're doing these kind of toy runs, they always want new unwrapped gifts. We're the only people I know of that these guys allow us to pre-wrap the gifts and everything. We put the kids' names on them. They trust us. We've earned their trust over the years. And it's just it's badass. It's just so cool to be a part of you guys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That little girl right there. That is JoJo. Now, bag of Jay-Z Horton from Bag... She, you can see she's wearing her Bikers Against Bullies shirt. And um, she has got the world's only um, bagger 
uh, audio bagger tricycle, possibly in the world. <laughs> and little jo and that's us behind you can see, uh, you know, all of us behind and we're waiting to leave a hotel in Washington last year on our ride to Sturgis, in which we raised, I think, $170,000 that week. And we gave it away when we got to Deadwood, you know, and uh, to youth charities. And this little girl is such, and I, I, this is going to tear me up to even talk about this. Um, but this little girl has very unique physical challenges that are very, very rare. And um, they're, they're a fast changing, deteriorating oh. type of disease. And honestly, she wasn't supposed to be with us for some time. And she is just such a strong girl. And she's always with us and she shows up and she's just, she's literally everybody's hero. If you guys can get on to Bikers for JoJo, Bikers Letter for JoJo, she even has, do you know what flat Stanleys are? Yeah. Yep. Right. Well, they've got like a flat JoJo and you can print it out. And, and, and this is perfect for you guys. When you're out there doing your rides and stuff in different events, like we can have them at the Donnie Smith show and we take pictures and we post them on our social media page and she gets to see all the different people from, you know, and uh, yeah. Oh, buddy. Knowing her has made my life better. So listen, we, every, every time we have an opportunity like this on the show, we, um, we we ask you guys to you know it's a call to action so you know if you if you can do one thing to support shop talk we're here week after week doing all of this look right right here is a gofundme for jojo go to her go to her page how where do you find the 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 flat jojo um, it's right on the page so like it's pretty easy to find i do know that you scrolled past it earlier did i yeah, there you go. There it is, Down, right there. Download your JoJo. And she colored that too. Right on. So if you print them out, if you print them out in color, there you go, baby. I got it. You know, it's super cool to see this. I mean, just look at what what Elisa and Bobby did with Aiden's ride. Oh my God! I mean, there there's a mother and a father who had a, faced one of the most horrible things you can imagine a parent to oh, face. Yeah, and and they never backed down. And I mean. There's two just amazing people, and they've gone in different directions, but kept that drive going solely to help these other kids and put a smile on these kids' faces, just like this this girl JoJo. Absolutely, absolutely. There is a, a family in Florida, um, friends of myself, Gary Raphael's, and so many other people's the Marine Troys, and um, called uh, Colin Wood, uh, B. Colin Strong is the charity in Florida. And um, it, it helps uh, uh, kids that are, it, it's a school of autism. And I'm proud to say that they were working on, they raised money for a technology center for the school. And we were a really big part of the fundraising over the two years to make it happen. And um, one of our riders and jacketed members, Colin Woodyshek, his son, or I'm sorry, Michael Woodyshek, his son um, not only was autistic, but he passed um, a couple of years ago. And so the beat Colin Strong is in his memory. Right on. And you guys, when you have kids in your family, when you have family tragedies like that, and you can gather up the strength to stick together, yeah. pay it forward to others. I mean, I, I can't even imagine. That's compassion for others right there. And the strength and the love. You know, so this is a, this is a special Olympics team on this picture right here in Deadwood. Um, they, they were actually, um, this is special Olympics of the black Hills. And um, you can see these guys are a riot. There's, there's just, <laughs> there's no volume control on this team. These guys are such <laughs> freaking superstars. And every year they come out and they visit us. And um, we have a big night in Deadwood for Friday night, first Friday of Sturgis. And we bring great big checks and we get to hand them out to, you know, all these rock stars. And, you know, for instance, last year, I think we wrote, checks for gosh i don't know eighty five thousand dollars while we were there that night 
um, we helped them build a, a new floor for their gymnasium. Right and in return, they got an unlimited lease on the gymnasium they didn't own. Stuff wow. like that. Wow. Okay, so listen, there's there's hardly a dry eye in the house right now. <laughs> and I'm just going to, I I love you to death, brother. And I want, I want to just lighten up for everybody for a minute because the the comments are amazing i mean everybody everybody loves what you do and you know loves what you stand for and everything but the thing i want to talk about just for a minute to lighten it up where where does this sense of style come from (laughs) man when you said earlier that you gotta you gotta rock out who you are you mean that shit (laughs) you gotta own your shit baby if you're gonna wear something like that right yeah all right, so that is, is Mayor Dave of Deadwood, and he is presenting us with the key to the city. And we had um, uh, the first Friday, although you guys see it, you know, most people see it as the first Friday of, of Sturgis in Deadwood. It's Bikers Against Bullies Day. Oh, wow. He was presented with the key to the city. And so what we do is we wear odd clothes uh it became a thing james patience i think is actually the guy who started it with marine troy and a few other people and they start wearing these crazy suits and um and they rode the last leg last few hundred miles with them and last year was a gold year um because it was the 80th uh so our color was gold and i i found this really i found two elvis suits one was that gold lemay suit and the other one was you know the white fat elvis suit yeah yeah but it was like it was like made in China, and <laughs> it it just wasn't. Yeah, no. I wasn't. You know what? You're never gonna see that. I'm picture. having a Tim Stall flashback. I was right just now. gonna say, I kind of, I, kinda, I I'm kind of getting a mental image that he was smuggling plums. <laughs> oh my god, Heather, Heather, have you ever seen this before? <laughs> that was the front of my pants. I was, oh, oh good lord, it was. It was awful, so I, I never wore that. Well, my wife couldn't even keep a straight face, um, you know. But yeah. so that's that's what I happen to be wearing, um, and I didn't start that tradition. Other guys did, but it's it's so much fun, um, <laughs> and the looks we get when we stop at gas stations and stuff is incredible. <laughs> they need to bring that to the Black Hills Boogie, right? Yeah, that fit right yes. in there. There you go. Yeah. Go, absolutely. Well, and we've got we've got a lot of bad suits. I'll tell you, we've been doing it now for five or six years. There's a hell of a lot of bad suits in there. Well, we have a we have a thing in Sturgis on Thursday night. I think it is on Thursday night. Thursday, yeah. it's called the Black Hills Boogie, and it's a '70s disco party. And like <laughs> this year, the girl that showed up that won like best best of the show was was a disco roller girl and dude she could kick she kicked ass on those skates she never stopped dancing the whole time she was there and it was like you know the that one person at the at the skating rink when you were a kid that made you want to be able to do what they do on roller skates she had all those moves she was amazing no kidding yeah where is that where is it at the steel pony what used used to be i'm gonna send you a link to a picture chris used to be uh Used to be the um, full, full, full throttle. throttle. Yeah, that, that was another one of our accidental great ideas. You want to see another accidental great idea? Yeah. This is a cookie. This is a cookie that Kitty made. This cookie oh. has no gluten in it. It has. It's chocolate chip cookie, but it has no dairy in it. It's vegan. It's, I mean, literally, it should have nothing in it. It should not and be a this cookie. Is, this is the greatest freaking chocolate chip cookie you have ever. I discovered, I feel like Columbus discovering America. <laughs> <laughs> I got this today. I've ate four of them after dinner, and then I've got three left on the plate. I've been helping us those today. You got more. Just want to share that with you. You have more will than me. If it was only seven cookies, it would have been gone like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of you, okay, it is, uh, you can find Kitty on Facebook, and I challenge you to go on there and ask Kitty to bake you cookies. Yes. And, um, so I can hear her right now. She's like, you. <laughs> and, and so, anyway, yeah, and I think that's a great idea. Kitty B-A-B on Facebook. 
greatest nothing cookies in the world. There's probably there's nothing in here. There's probably you probably lose calories when you eat it. That's great. Yeah. I need that recipe. So this 